0: The kids and and Stony Island. Stony Island Audio. What up, this is Open Mike Eagle. Welcome back to what it happened was. We are deep into Do You Want More Territory. This is season four, episode five, with our season-long guest, Quest Love. This episode, we start out with the technical decisions that went into how they wanted to make Do You Want More sound different than their previous work. And then we get a full display of why black thought is widely considered the greatest MC on the planet. You get to you get to be an audio witness to uh, me feeling bad about myself, being a rapper by how good that he is. Then we get the origin stories of more root songs from Do You Want More, including the classic Pro Seed. You can support this podcast using the codes and the ads and spreading the words to folks you know, who dig this kind of untold hip-hop history. The opposite of history is the future. And in the near future, I'm going to be going on tour, uh, playing my rap music. I'm going to be playing Houston, Dallas, New Orleans, Brooklyn, Philly, D.C., Boston, Miami, and Orlando. All in December. You can find details at MikeEagle.net. And this podcast is part of the Stony Island Audio Network, the home for rap podcasts you can actually listen to and with that let's get into season four episode five of what it happened was this is do you want more part two this is open Mike giggles. this is season four of what it happened was we're pretty deep into it but the quest remains do you want more? Do you want more? Ask for encore. We fly as a condor. So shout to the sponsors. We got to the top floor. It's all organic, like we pass to the popcorn. Come on and get on board. Do you want more? Ask for encore. We fly as a condor. So shout to the sponsors. We got to the top floor. It's all organic, like we pass passing the popcorn. Come on and get on board the train. Crazy as oscorns I so ask, do you want more? You ask for encore. We fly as a condor. Shout to the sponsors. We got to the top floor organic like we the encore to the we will get back into it in one second but i need to take a quick moment and shout out our sponsor distro Kid. Man, so many of my homies use DistroKid. It's a music distribution service that makes distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keeping 100% of their royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to put their music on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. A million plus artists, and I swear I know at least a hundred of them. And now DistroKid has an app. You can use the app to upload new releases, see your DistroKid bank, and get notified when you've earned royalties. You can even check your streaming stats live the distro Kid app is now available on ios go to the app store and download it DistroKid also has a new feature called instant share that allows you to easily share large files securely with collaborators producers booking agents managers playlist curators and more basically anybody that needs access to your music is an easy way to upload it and send them a link go to distrokid.com slash instant share drag and drop your files to upload and then you can copy and send your link right there it's free to send one gigabyte of files that's like a hundred mp 3s don't quote me on that. Go to distrokid.com slash open mic. That's distrokid.com slash open mic. O-P-E-N-M-I-K-E for 30% off your membership.
1: One of the main questions, how can we sonically ramp our game up from organics? Mm -hmm. So it's two important figures to that. Number one was... Reading album credits and we discover that Bob Power Bob Power is the answer. So we we locked him down to mix. Bob Power did all of our favorite records, all the De La stuff, all the tribe, tribe, tribe stuff.
2: with the you got the greatest
1: I mean, with tribe alone, it's just like you wanted your stuff. The Bob Power made loud drums and bass and you didn't lose the vocal super clean vocals yeah
2: one for the trouble two for the base you know the sound kit it's time to flip this. i like my beats hard like today your shit beats that a horn beats that a funky get your hook like a crackhead junkie what you got to do was know the trippers in the
1: sphere so it, it had the gritty feel of a jungle brothers record but it didn't sound like it was made in a basement it wasn't muddy yeah for 3.99 right so it's clear so But what did had it bob feel about
0: Mixing, I mean, he's he's coming from his experiences mixing hip hop on basically beats made with drum machines and right. samplers, and y'all coming in with a full band. I mean, I'm sure oh, he's got he was experience inst- with that because he's probably recorded bands.
1: Well, he was instantly in love with us. Okay, you know, because again, like to, to the older white people, it's like again we're 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 going off the novelty of like. I mean, Bob was not one of those. Well, I don't like hip hop, but I like you guys, but. I mean, this is a guy that made The Last Soul Is Dead, Blue right. Mind State. Right. Little oh, in oh, theory. Mind State, of course.
2: See me grab the plug tune fame as we go a little something like this. Look, ma, no protection. Now I got a daughter named Ayanna Monet. And I could play the cowboy to rustle in the dough. So the scenery is healthy with her eyes late. I am an early bird, but the feathers are
1: black. To really ensure that we had, that we could keep our lives sound, but sonically be pleasing so that when you played it in the car system, which you know, was the standard, right. enter uh, a general name named Kilo Saunders. Kilo, I see his name all over the credits. Right. So, again, um, when, in the last episode, when we first met AJ Shine at the strip club that we played on the very last day of busking, mm-hmm. um, his partner, Richard, Richard Nichols, our manager, was his cameraman for his his... Video, video show music box. Yeah, his version of video music box was just called The Avenue. Richard and Hub, the bass player, they worked at Temple and they would write government grants. They would write letters to get government grants to teach kids how to make hip hop. Mm-hmm. And in the circle was Shorty Nomas mm-hmm. that they already sent to De La. And um or oh, there was Hub. And then there was Scott Storch as well. And then there was Kilo and Kilo was basically kind of like Philly's best beat beat maker. Hmm. And the thing was is that we instantly knew coming from Philly, like, again, the image of of Philly was more like the drug dealer. Um, If you Google like, Cool C's I Gotta Habit album cover. Or Steady B album cover, mm-hmm. you know they wore like the the German Alpina sunglasses. They were like corner boy drug dealer types, and really just like in terms like production, like three times dope was hip, but like mostly with the like Jeff was an exception because Jeff was literally using jazz, like Jazzy Jeff like was using jazz scene, samples, yeah. which you know of course. They were so early in the game that once, like, 91 came around, then it's, like, tribe and main source and, like, Mm -hmm. the what we call the the renaissance period of hip-hop, but, you know, for the most part, like, Philly hip-hop was just, like, sampling pedestrian things, like, you know, Schooly D sampling, thank you for letting me be myself again. We felt like we had to be New York intelligent to at least halfway compete, Mm -hmm. so we weren't looking at Philly acts, we were looking at like, yo, we gotta be as innovative as De La, Tribe, and like that sort of thing, just to get our foot in the door. Not even to win, but to get our foot in the door. So Kilo had that sense and that sensibility to make beats, like his record collection was diverse. Um, so his job was basically, Kilo's job was basically to be human Ableton.
3: Hmm.
1: Like if you listen to Distortion of Static, how uh, disconnected the drums are. Like You'll hear it right here. Ah. So you'll hear little gaps there and whatnot. That's because Kilo literally would take four bars at a time, everything that I did on the reel, right? And then he would EQ it. He would uh, manipulate the sound. Like he is, he would put in the S9. Like he would literally, it's me, but he would treat me as, as a sample. As a sample, but not in the way that we wound up doing. Because by the time we got to Illidolf Half Life, I'm like, yo, like, forget, just take four bars and let's act like I'm a record. Right. But all they wanted to do was literally take everything that we did. And line it up and and add more oomph to it, like yeah. so. Uh, like what we call triggering. So if I would hit a drum, another sound would come, like a hand clap or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, organics is just bare bones drums. Whereas now, it was just a long progress a process. So from twelve in the afternoon to about six is us recording and making the songs, and then while Tariq and malik are working on lyrics then kilo is taking all that we did and lining it up and making it so that when bob mixes it it sounds meteor you know what i mean um it was just like a long ass process to do but um you know but there was there was also another nightmare so what really if you remember i told you in organics that we just knocked song after song like in a second, even though we didn't say it out loud, we were relying on the idea of the roots and the novelty of the
3: roots. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yo, oh my God, you see that trick he did? So we already knew that a band that had like breakbeat sensibility, unlike any other, you know, because all you had to compare it to was like the brand new heavies rhyme experience one, which sounded like acid jazz.
0: You know, and, or even you know somebody like Us Three, like you know, yes. like that's the stuff that was in the ether in terms of jazz rap, at the time.
1: right? So it's just really no oomph right to it. What's that? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Funky, funky. I mean, they had the right idea. But there's no oomph to. I mean, it. I had a question here I was going to ask
0: you like what you thought the difference was and how the roots ended up sounding more like classic hip hop with a band versus these other things that were out and happening.
1: So Tip Tip always had a term that I mean, even though I never used it, but Tip's always like, yo, man, the reason why I love y'all cuz you you sound like nigga drums. <laughs> Any Anytime. You got to put
0: that in your bio on something. Man. No, seriously. YouTube said Yo, man, sound
1: like nigga drums. nigga drums, yeah. That's why I like y'all, man. Y'all, y'all got the right, you know, Sonic nigga drums. Um, You know, everyone wants to rebel once the title gets handed to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't one of those people, because then I also don't like, like, during the whole Neo Soul period of 99, 2000, everyone's like, I'm not Neo Soul. Right. Which is kind of coded for, like, I don't want to be associated with them. And I'm like, well, by the transit vacuum theory, <laughs> if they're calling you Neo Soul, and I know they're calling me Neo Soul, are you saying that you're better than me? Mm. So, which is why I just never paid it really any attention. But we relied on the novelty of the band. And I'll tell you what really stalled us. Because the thing was, it was going to be, yo, we're a band that has breakbeat sensibility. But then we got this rhyming ass MC that's literally every MC. Right. So the, the first thing that we did was, have you, have you heard in your dreams, kid?
0: No, I don't think so. All
1: right, so I'll, I'll just play like a minute of it so you can see. Now
0: where does this come from?
1: So this was the very, okay, so that first, the first week of getting, the first week of getting from the ground up out the way. Uh-huh. So we, you know, we recorded "Mel and My Man." We recorded "Distortion of Static." We recorded "It's Coming." We recorded "Do You Want More?" And we have recorded that scat. So at least we have recorded it, and we knew that Christmas week that was. Bob was still working with uh, Michelle and Dave mm-hmm. on uh, the follow-up to "Plantations Lullaby." I think she's like started on her piece beyond passion. thing. And uh, this, this other guy named Mike, whom, hmm. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> right. I'll explain later. He'll come up later. Right. And so he had Christmas week off, but he really liked, he was excited about the idea of this. Wow. Like live band. Normally he would have took, taken Christmas off, but it's like, mm, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So all Christmas week, we mixed those songs. So... Once that was done that week, the next week, we're going to start working on what was going to be called Homegrown. Uh, We didn't call it Do You Want More until later, but in our mind, the album's called Homegrown. Mm -hmm. And so the very first song we worked on, to tell you how nightmarish this thing was, once I found the reels for the anniversary box set reissue. the deluxe
0: version i'm looking at it right now
1: right it's it it took me and bob seven weeks to mix this normally it should take 17 hours seven to 17 hours to mix it mm-hmm. not 17 weeks so literally all right I'll, I'll give you like a minute and a half of it so okay. you can get the gist so we were going to be like yo the first thing that comes out has to be in your dreams so that way people can see that tarik is literally every mc I'm it's all of me. Yes, we got Premier in 2021 to do these cuts. Oh shit.
2: This is the story of a champion.
1: So this is 93.
2: A lot of rappers never heard of this. That's in the track dude. I get my look from the podcast a lot of you what's out cuz I've been going for a while but now I'm back with the stuff cuz you like all the facts from gangsta you just really desire go for slava go la la that's why I told for me to get out the 13 was in box to shout down and show you how I get down to me rose to the fullest capacity Indeed, I accept to a level of great mind
1: I say we did this in 93 we might have made this in January 94 Now think of it because if you remember the beat to alright chill it's an interlude where Nas calls up Premier, like, Premier. And he plays, like, a little bit of uh, uh, the Monty Alexander love and half. All right, chill. And you hear the jump. All, all right, t- chill. T- yeah. t- t-. Yo, it's Nas. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, chill. <laughs> hey, yo, Premier, what's up? This your nigga, AG. Just
3: call and say what's up, yo.
2: All right, chill.
1: Obviously, I must have had, I think, like, maybe three weeks before it came out. This gang star record. So.
2: Indeed, I to a level of great rig- mind state. All of those who think I have to feel the tech this ain't a myth, it's for real. And I feel that stars could never amaze me. JB's <laughs> in a half. Oh, shit. Jungle half <laughs>
1: Now, mind you, this is also before Pro Tools. This is basically eight. 40 second songs that we would have to pace together. So. <laughs>
2: Doctors, master wild chemistry, i So, is, take the act, the act, come on, because the is Miss Fat, my man. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Get got up, see, welcome back to Mr. That's crazy. My mom's peace to my father. They miscute tip. Levick, leader, the daughter, plus the presentation of the.
1: I sent Tip this in the pandemic. He's like, when did
2: I make this?
1: (laughs) He still didn't get it. Like he, it took about three conversations. I'm like, this is Tariq doing you back in 93. He's like, what happened? I was It was a nightmare to
2: record it. In 1987, yeah, I used to do the wop. I never sell it out because I'm truly hip-hop. You get up in your socks and rocks and don't stop. Like my nigga Van Brock from a pinnacle. Beat rock, off the power. I flow's like a shower. Rap so fresh that I just can't sour. Make a new track every hour of the hour. I'm on them season back like my man Eddie Bauer producer I make the to turn p the, the stone p to turn off who is this who is this supposed to be he rap Oh, all p the chocolate to food your note, I' the number one soul brother kid I had the flavor since I came up my mother like that if not a like this or the the other the other the other on, motherfucker. I'm going to let you know, here I go, it's the old dirty bastard, Wu-Tang, it's old dirty bastard chemistry, coming with the Wu-Tang ministry, Shaolin samurai style, watch I rock 40 people in, rock, fuck with the can, get down, watch what I do, when I sing, Be you think drink a boo, remind me like fuck it, you god met the man, who's a disarray, calling the chef, I, uh, in, back, in the clear oh well it's time for the rhyme, I'm blind, swimming in the Wu-Tang, climb, back, I'd trip with my man the was be with the stature, the crowd with the capture? Rhyme is the statue the captain, the laughter. who are be I be the M-E-T.
1: This next one, I cheated. I didn't like my drums for Chuck D. Uh-huh. So I redid them in
3: 2021.
1: <laughs> and you can hear the sonic difference of right, so a more misleading. nuanced <laughs> Quest Love versus the Quest Love that didn't know any better. Wait a minute
2: now. the number one enemy the or up the revolution. Three, big enough, is big enough Officials that charge do give a fuck As long as they make a buck. Who could you say to the plettles, the white-hot floor the the devil grenades, and guns Yelling out, can we get some We know the odds is best But if we die, we die as one foot and I'ma coming Shot bring from the tower Got the devil running I'll be the of the tipping up for plagiarism Terminator the Play on yeah. man. a fail Way on it now!
1: And as you can clearly hear, like, in my mind, all I wanted to do was get, like, my bomb squad mm-hmm. nut off, like, this very chaotic, like, none of none of this chaotic sort of bomb squad shit was even a thing in ninety-four. Mm. So to make
2: Jamaican move travel back to furthest to back before Grandmama ever sported house coats and curlers. <laughs> the call metaphysical to fit with New York City ignorance. Another sound Twice a statistic. These niggas <laughs> is <laughs> overzealous, narcissistic. The leaders is the natural mystic. I keep I know it ain't the one and the hostess Cold you rap. a pop, so we call I keep them full of poachers and cockroaches when it's notches, I turn certified Two more left, I is it? <laughs> I'm leader I'm a beast like an American werewolf so I spare you the embarrassment I have to receive a of surgeon and then the physical therapist. I was a pimp in the 70s It's why any other hustler instead of me blow a case, let G's. The trap's screaming and let them breathe, but I never let them leave I keep them all together like metal leaves. It's like that, y'all, get the gas off, get the eye black head bust with the crackle in the back talk whack, y'all. Get the hacks on, yeah, that for Could you rap me back, y'all? It's the same old lynch, mom. It's still going on. Get, out get out a here, man. full of glue to criminal zone. The homie locked up and they ain't sending him home. Time's tougher than the terminal solar. Yo, the president is the number one crook. And call like Siberia period The planet has a gun in the batch. Ain't no hoods and Confederate flags, but trip. The unseen enemies brought even more danger. Cause they ain't coming as a stranger. They take the underground railroad. Will the boys in a hood let ice cream fill? Oh, hell no. I got game, but I don't play. I fight the power anyway. A modern day revolutionary always owns the job. Lynch mob versus lynch mob.
0: Yo, so first of all, I just got to say this. Like, I've never felt worse about being an MC in my life. (laughs) (laughs) It's right now. Dude. Like, just the amount of artistic development it takes to even solidly sound like yourself. Let alone for him to not only have the cadences of all these other people. He's empathic, man. Not only have the, the vocal tics of all these people, but to have
1: the writing style of each individual MC, Tariq and I, like, I mean, we basically said, like, in order for us to make a mark, we have to scientifically study the DNA of every participant in this culture. Come on. And so, and Tariq's even better than me because there was a point where, like, I would start to get snobby and I'd go on the bus. I'm like, really? 8-Ball and MJG? Oh. Really?
2: 8-Ball will come out hard. Huh?
1: And you know I, I was that snob at one point, and Tariq was like, "Nah, man, like you got it." Tariq was literally the one, like, and he, I would come off snobby and judgmental. You know, he had straight out of Compton. I'm like, "Come on, don't they got Jerry curls and eight ball jackets?" Like, this is
2: what you listen to?
1: And he played me "Fuck the Police," and I was like,
2: "What? What? What?" To kill a minority. Fuck that shit, cuz I ain't the one. For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail. Can...
1: Yo, he's like, yo, man, turn this mother out. Hammer, really? Hammer, now that one's surprising. Yo, the reason, the real reason, yes, we love Cool G Raps, Men at Work. But the real reason he wanted to rhyme over Apache. I think it more had to do with Hammer rhyming over think they might want it
2: i might stop surviving dump on it i sent a couple of balls to that corner of yours and roll out with a nigga slumped on it you see black fall back son shot up in a black regal no insurance we like dea server warrants so tell the freaks you know
1: to stop Tariq is literally a, a sponge and there's no mc that's off limits in terms of even if even if it's bad He'll find something. He'll it. listen to it to know what not to do. Wow. You know what I'm saying? He might be the greatest ever, and uh, I feel very
2: intimidated. Tracks black for played by Samuel L. Jackson. Y'all, and your soul it.
1: All right, so when when I was teaching at NYU, one of the uh, professors there was uh, one of the engineers on Nation of Millions, mm-hmm. and he showed me the tracking sheets for "Night of the Living Bassheads," which is something out of a nightmare. If you if you sonically know what that song is and know what recording technology was back in the day, I can talk to Eric Sadler for an hour just based on the fact that literally, like, you read "Night of the Living Bassheads," it's like. Bar 133. We slow down to 85 BPMs for David Bowie's fame for the next three bars.
2: Suck the tash. It's a meal for kids that make cash. selling drugs to the brother man of the other
1: And then man. go back to
2: 116. Babe, 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 babe.
1: <laughs> like literally okay. everything that you hear in that song, like sucker MCs. Me, me, me.
2: yo, listen. I wrote, 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 <laughs>
1: I thought that was one of the most confusing tracking sheets I've <laughs> ever seen. This, by far, suns that. And it was so confusing. Like, we literally had to have a meeting on how to record it, mm. and then how to piece it together when we record it. So, you had to cut tape and all that to... Well, no, no, no. We... It was a fragmented section. So basically, it would be like, "Where are you going to the studio or work today?" All right, I'm gonna work on Ice Cube, Got and then, you. and work then, right, and then do that. And Kilo basically like piecing everything together Franken- and all that it. stuff, and then taking the the drums and mixing and all that stuff. We do a little bit. Of, we chip a little bit, a bit at a time. Because do you want more? Is done done in in quarters? Mm. There's first quarter which was all the songs that wound up on from the ground up. from the ground up meanwhile this a little bit at a time for this thing and it's like you done yet you done yet you done yet so technically what happens to us in april is what then finally you know rich is like i, I gotta pull the plug and you know our survival's based on this record being done immediately so you know he 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 will say like we'll save it for next record but you know deep down it's like we when ain't I returning to this. Yeah. Right. So we just finished it. Mm-hmm. But then like mixing it would have been a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was like eight reels. So we just like, we did it. And I vowed like, okay, if we ever have an anniversary issue <laughs> or something like that, then I'm going to try to challenge and do this thing. So second quarter, I believe the first thing we worked on. Yeah. Second quarter was... uh you remember right before we got our record deal, like there was, there was a period right between Mercury records and, and, Mm -hmm. and Geffen um, and hub and I happened to be like on this, this really horrible gospel tour. I think Ben Presley and friends or something like that. It was like a Philly, uh, a Philly gospel group. And we're in a 15 passenger van cramped up with like our instruments whatever playing like these churches in the middle of nowhere america for pennies at a time mm-hmm. and the opening groove we had like a little opening uh, go-go groove <laughs> <laughs> like a real go-go sound. and i remember we were in the studio it's like huh, what was that what was that intro joint we used to do like for that gospel group oh you mean a <laughs>
2: It's so weird though.
1: Like now, when I think about it, Malik was definitely the spirit of what wound up getting chosen. Like Tariq will be slow to be like, I mean, Tariq w- won't get excited, like, yo, yeah, that's what's right, up. Right, right. But Malik would always be like, Ooh, ooh, keep on doing that. I like that. And Rich and Joe were like, yeah, that's something. make that into a song. And then Scott like, started taking the and then, chords. Yeah. And then Proceed starts. Wow. I got my contract in 1993 and I shall. I shall. Proceed. Take it, We proceed to
2: rock the mic. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. mic, mic. Right? I shall. I shall yeah.
3: proceed go down, baby. And continue. We proceed to, mic, the right? to, to right? rock the mic. Proceed.
1: So there is Proceed. Um I remember when we did um What Goes On? Do you wanna know? What Goes On, the night we did What Goes On, I believe that Diggable Planets had just won uh, their Grammy for Cool Like That. Mm -hmm. You know, Ish ish and Knowledge are like Philly related. There's this sort of like, I mentioned before, like, you know, Philly was, or hip-hop was just really deep into the 7%, uh, the 7 percent of the thing Uh, five percent (laughs) I'm
3: sorry (laughs) I want to get the universal beat down (laughs) sorry
1: the five percent of the thing and I remember their their um, their acceptance speech and the Grammy goes to Zingable Planet and Bertha Slick I like to
3: on behalf of my crew I want to say that
0: we like for everybody to think about the people right outside this door that's
2: homeless, as you're sitting in these $900 seats and $300 seats. They're not out there eating at all. We like to thank the academy for recognizing us. So peace to the gods on earth and uh, nation of Islam. Dig, we we'll plan, and say peace. Thank you very much.
1: That was the most radical thing we ever seen. You know, it's like, yo, peace to the gods of the earth to the truth, and the uh, true banner. And I remember my manager saying like, oh, yo, they just burnt the bridge. Mm. And it's going to be vacant soon. In other words, he knew like, yo, they're not, they're not going to continue this journey. They're not playing the game. So. They're going to they're gonna sabotage this journey, mm-hmm. which, me, which, which means it's going to be an empty platform. And the second we get our chance, we're going to grab that platform. Mm-hmm. So that really gave Rich sort of means to like, yo, like let's finish this shit. So I definitely remember, Tariq came up with Lazy Afternoon and Do You Want More? and I Remain Calm. Mm -hmm. And What Goes On Part Seven was done kind of in the second quarter. So Kilo also, this is something I also forgot to mention about Kilo. While Shorty Nomas was associated with De La, right. Kilo caught the attention of Bell DeVoe.
3: Mm. And
1: they're working on their follow up record to Poison, the Hootie Mac record. Catch
3: gotcha. you. <laughs>
1: So Kilo's part of the Bomb Squad-esque crew of producers. For some reason, I don't know why, they decided, Velvet DeVoe decided not to stick with the winning formula of what they had. Mm-hmm. And I guess like for budgeting sake, it's like, I mean, it's always the game where like an established person tries to find uh, a hungrier, cheaper version. Of what they... So yeah. Right. So all I remember was, I mean, probably second to my mom's escape, Was Kilo's escape from Belbit DeVoe headquarters. And Rich was basically like, yo, like, we're ready to record, like, come on home. And Kilo's like, well, you know, when they go on tour. All I remember was like, he had to wait until the house was empty. I guess they were all like in a, in a, a compound, a producer's compound. And he was basically like, all right, send me give me a flight home and and I got to take these flight cases and all that stuff. Like he, I mean, they brought him the equipment, but I kind of think that they thought like, you know, if he leaves and the equipment stays with them and mm-hmm. his mind's like, well, you brought me the equipment to work on this record and this is part of my pay. So I'm taking this back. So I definitely remember there was a lot of like calls from like a Boston number or whatever. <laughs> like, don't answer that phone. Like, it was like, Ron DeVoe and Biv, like, Where's our equipment at? That sort of thing. You know, so suddenly at my door, there's like 10 big-ass Belvedere flight cases like outside my crib. Like, what are we supposed to do with this? So, you know, Kilo's like moving into the, the house I just got in South Philly, where we'll subsequently make the next five records. So mm. he's setting up shop in my crib. So he had himself like a little crew. So with him is uh, the brother, Mars Co-op, who yeah. was the first guy on Clones.
2: It's how they were off the
1: pavement And uh, this ignorant ass 13 year old named Dice Raw Oh, the lesson How we get to the lesson Yeah, this just Like Dice was just Dice Is like You know like what millennials or Gen Z Are now tell us like Like you always need like a kid that's like Younger than you to Show you what's about to happen in the future mm-hmm. But Dice wasn't like any other kid. Dice was like this 13 year old, but he had like a red fox, blue humor, <laughs> like a 1940s. Like old ass man. He <laughs> was like a black Rodney Dangerfield, but he was 13. Like he had everything but a cigar. Hey, let me tell you something. No, my wife went, like, I was like, who is this kid? Like, where did he come from? Like, where the hell is he coming from? So I didn't know he rhymed. I just know that he smoked. Matt Beatty's, and every time Beatties, I, oh, it's, dog, you already know what's up with. <laughs> Beatty's like the poor man's weed. <laughs> like, oh, man. he would just always be at the studio, and I never knew what his purpose was. And I didn't know that Kilo was sort of like waiting for the moment to, like, yo, he's like one of my artists, man. Like, let, 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 let him get a chance right. on. And I was really guarded with that shit. Like, even though we had a crew, we had a foreign objects, but that shit sort of fell apart. And then, yeah, going from organics to Do You
0: Want More, y'all definitely cut a lot of that
1: down to where it's just basically Malik and Tariq. Yeah, there. I mean, there was, well, Rahani stayed uh, uh, Elohim. Like, R- Rahani's on a, What Goes On, Part 7, and he will also wind up being on—oh, um, he's, he's also on— um, uh, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will make a return on a a, a dynamite. So he was there. Um, but pretty much it was a, a roots affair as far as like guests were concerned. I think Rich purposely designed it so that he wanted to market us as like a jazz group with hip hop right. sensibility. So I also forgot to mention. The jazz version of the native tongues was a collective called M-mbase. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it's stood for. Look up M--B-A-S-E. It might be an acronym for something, but M-mbase is a collective. Uh, Greg Osby, Steve Coleman, Cassandra Wilson, mm-hmm. the late Jerry Allen.) <laughs> m base was sort of like should have been the next movement of jazz and then what wound up happening like around 84 is 83, 84 is like when Marcellus comes along rocking a suit and kind of playing the jazz that made jazz aficionados feel like super comfortable Mm -hmm. and much to the disdain of jazz purists you know, it didn't progress further. Like what Miles Davis was doing, and what M-base was going to do, what David Murray was going to do. macro
0: basic array of structured extemporization.
1: Th- th- <laughs> that was scary for white people. Yo. <laughs> yeah, what? And you know, Wynton Marcells was safe, mm-hmm. and he was a traditionalist. But you know, Wynton is a very controversial figure in the jazz world. Where I mean, yes, I, I mean I respect him as a traditionalist, sure. Which is weird because I'm, you know, if allowed the keys to the kingdom, I might just carjack the culture of hip hop and go back to 1992. Like, right. this is what it should be. So I I would be the villain
3: to a lot of people. <laughs>
1: right. You know, so I'm not exactly talking down to Wynton Marcellus because part of me is also Wynton Marcellus that wants the tradition. But m Base would have been what drill music is or trap music is okay. to a traditionalist in hip hop. They wanted to push the culture forward. Right. So we wanted to roll with the progressive crew. So that's why Cassandra Wilson's on Swept Away right. and Silent Treatment. That's why all the horns are from Greg Osby and and, and Steve Coleman. We wanted people to know, like, this is the crew we're down with. We're down with these jazz guys, but, oh, we're not corny, jazzy guys. Like, we're, you know, street motherfuckers that know our Mm hip-hop. And so that was the plan with it. So the last day of quarter three, which is the last day of recording, you know, Kilo was like, yo, man, give the boy a chance. I was like, all right, whatever, man. And I remember telling him, like, all right, so what you going to do? He's like, I got it. I was like, where's <laughs> your paper? He's like, I'll,
2: I'll
1: freestyle it. I'll freestyle, I'll freestyle,
2: freestyle it. I'll Dice it. Roar. Dice roar. The motherfucking wild noise. Get on a mic. Get on a mic and perpetrating his voice. I leave niggas missing an action like the dads in the projects. My style like a nomad. Travel around and catch right. I'm ill, versatile with the skill no more. Whack them seas when I flex, but this styles ain't boring Got to know the real meaning of the ill shit, kid. I knew mad damage, but never will catch
3: a bit. Stony Island Audio.